Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hi, Fashion Hotline. Hi, we're hosting a spring picnic and the weather looks great, but we don't. We need stylish new jeans now. Get to Old Navy. Old Navy? Yep, right now. Jean shorts and tees are up to 50% off. Up to 50% off? Our fashion forecast is looking up. Sure is. Refresh your denim with new distressed styles and lighter washes. There's 106 washes to choose from. Jeans start at just 15 bucks for adults, 10 bucks for kids. But the picnic's this weekend. We need them now. Just buy online and pick up in store for free today. Free pick up in time for our picnic? Get up to 50% off Jean shorts and tees now at Old Navy and Old Navy.com. Valid 427 to 5.5. Select styles only. Welcome to the 94th episode of the Regular Lover Podcast. I'm your host, Khalil Wanda. And on today's episode, I'll be talking to a rising star in the world of acting, Ali Amin Carter, to learn more about his reggae music experiences and journey. Thank you for listening. This is quite an interesting story. So let's get right to the interview. Talking to Ali Amin Carter, fellow reggae lover. How's it going, man? How's everything going with you? Uh, I know you've been a, a very busy man lately. Yeah, everything is going well. You know, um, many blessings. Uh, the family is healthy, and uh, and I'm healthy, and therefore I am wonderful. And uh, yeah, things are good, man. Awesome, awesome. For my listeners who are not familiar, a little bit about yourself. Like you said, my name is Ali Amin Carter. I'm an American born, born in Chicago, Illinois. I've uh, been in Atlanta for about 10 years. Um, moved here with the fam, brought the wife and the kids here, and um, been acting for about 17 years. So uh, I, I am an actor. Uh, <laughs> Um, a lot of theater, started out modeling actually, um, at 23 got signed with one of the largest modeling agencies in the world, which was Elite Models at the time, and uh, they had a smaller agency, which was an umbrella agency of theirs, which was Stuart Talent, which was the acting portion, and that's how I kind of got involved after I kind of had a good start at the modeling, my agent you know, uh, referred me to the acting division and uh, I got involved with that, started doing commercials and uh, did quite a few commercials over probably two dozen national commercials. And um, and then I asked my agent, how do I get better at this thing? You know, I, I like this acting thing, how do I get better? And he said, go in the theater, you know, take a class at the theater. I went to a theater to take a class and instead of taking a class, I ended up auditioning Play, got the lead role in that play, and uh, got bit with the bug, you know, 17 years later, still, the bug is still biting me, and I'm in a play right now, uh, starring The Brat, uh, it's a remake of Set It Off, the movie, and it's a production put on by Jacarius Johnson, uh, he's done about 26 plays, and um, I want to say, yeah, this is his 26th play, and it's, uh, like I said, man, it's called Set It Off. Uh, yeah, I know a lot of people have seen that iconic movie, Set It Off, with Jada Pinkett and Queen Latifah, Rebecca Fox, uh, Kimberly Lee, and 
So, uh, so we have some very powerful women in our show as well, man. We got Latoya Luckett. She's playing with Vivica Fox role. We got the brat. She's playing uh, Queen Latifah's role. And then Kyla Pratt, who was the voice of Penny Proud and uh, was on the show one-on-one with Flex. Uh, she's playing Jada Pinkett. And then uh, Atlanta's own Demetria McKinney is, uh, is playing uh, Kimberly Elise's part. So, uh, so man, and then we've already done D.C. and Atlanta, and we're headed to, uh, to Houston this weekend. I know the first show is sold out, man, but we still got Saturday and Sunday uh, tickets available. So go to chakariusjohnson.com to grab those tickets. You can also go to my uh, Instagram, which is Ali the Most High 7, or you can just type in Ali I mean Carter, and it should come up and have a link to Ticketmaster where you can go and get, get your tickets. But it's been a great show, man. It's, it's actually surprised me. Like, I didn't know what we were going to end up with, and, and it's amazing, man. It, you know, people have really uh, enjoyed it. Wow. Congratulations mm-hmm. on that, man. Mm-hmm. Thanks, thanks. Yeah, sounds like you're you're definitely in in a nice groove right now with the acting career, and um, that sounds like a very high powered cast and crew that you're working with. Uh, too bad that I missed out on the Atlanta leg. Is that coming back to through Atlanta? You know, we hope so, man. He added DC uh, Mother's Day weekend, so there is a possibility. I mean, Atlanta sold out uh, three shows. So, you know, at the Cobb Gallery at 20, you know, I, I want to say 2,900 seats. Wow. Sold out, you know, three, three shows. So, um, I wouldn't see why he wouldn't bring it back. So we, we, we shall see, you know, I heard there are talks. So I hope so, you know. Okay. Well, yeah, let me know. Keep me posted on that for sure. And um, I sure will. Sure, my listeners uh, across the country will be interested in checking that out if they have an opportunity to. Yeah, yeah. So let me let me say the cities real quick as possible, man. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, so we got Houston uh, next week, and then or this weekend we got Houston. Next weekend we have Chicago. And uh, so Friday and Saturday, next weekend we have Chicago, and then we have St. Louis on Sunday of next weekend. And the weekend after that, we go to Detroit, then we go to Brooklyn, and then after that we go to, uh, excuse me, LA, and then we go back to DC for Mother's Day. Now, I wanna ask you, you're, you're originally from Chicago. I hooked up with you here in ATL and we first spoke about reggae music and you had organized an event where you had a a local band performing at one of the hot spots on the south side of the city and you wanted me to come in to do a live reggae set so that's really the was the the roots of our relationship right yes sir so you know i discovered that you were a reggae lover before i knew about the acting and all that which brings us Mm -hmm. to the podcaster i wanted to find out a little bit more about how this Chicago kid touring the country right now with the massive stage play, how you came to discover and fall in love 
with reggae? <laughs> Man, well, uh, uh, you know, yeah, I do love some reggae. And um, I guess I'll, I'll try right, right into it. I, I fell in love with reggae around, I'd say, 11 years old first. Um, I came across one of my aunt's tapes who was mixed in with some of my cousins, N.W.A. and, you know, some other tapes. And, um, and I popped it in, man, and it was a uh, Bob Marley and the Wayless tape. And that was my first time hearing reggae. And uh, I was playing it, and my aunt came in, and she was grooving with me for a little while, and dancing, and, you know, just telling me about Bob. Okay. And, uh, and then she took the tape <laughs> in her room and closed the door. And I want to say that was the last time I heard reggae until I was maybe 15, you know, in the high school. And uh, I was over at my friend's house. He had a bedroom in the attic. And uh, his brother had a room up there as well. And we were in his brother's room, fumbling through his CD. And um, I saw a Bob Marley uh, CD. And that reminded me of, you know, my aunt's Bob Marley and the Wayland. And I popped it in, and the first song that came on was No Woman, No Cry. And um, and I was, yeah, it, it was done after that, man. I was, I was done, you know. I, I probably listened to that song about six times and until he told me I needed to put up his brother's CD. <laughs> and, uh, and I ended up going and buying my own, the exact same CD, man. And went and brought my own and wore that one out and uh, and been loving Bob ever since. And then college, uh, I was really into Buju and, uh, and, and yeah, and Roots. Roots is really, I, I never really got into the dance hall too tough, but the Roots reggae has always really struck a chord with me, you know? So where did you go to college? Uh, I went to school in West Virginia. I went to school in West Virginia State. West Virginia State. So, what? Yeah, for a little while. So, <laughs> so you must have been the only person bumping the reggae, the roots reggae out there, right? Uh, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. I mean, there were some people that was into reggae, man, but nah, no, my roommate hated it. Now, that you said, yeah, my roommate hated it, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, I pretty much probably was the only one bumping the reggae. I mean, people would dance to reggae at a party. You know, the guys liked it because the women lined up on you and everything. But as far as listening to reggae for leisure, you know, not not too many. You know, except that homeboy, you know, my buddy uh, Jason, who I grew up with, the one whose brother, you know, had the CDs. We, we've always kind of been into reggae. Okay. Gotcha. So it went from Bob Marley to Buju Banton in the 90s and and the Roots Reggae artists. Uh, who were some of your other favorite artists, you know, some of the first pieces in your personal collection? Uh, well, Luciano, man, you know, uh, my wife loves Garnet Silk. Uh, so a lot of reggae, I listened through her because my wife is from uh, Guyana. Okay. And, and uh, big up all the Guyanese people. 
like myself. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot you guys. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, even the food. And, and you know, and then I started to dive into the culture a little bit and, and find my favorite Jamaican restaurants in Chicago and, and things of that nature. And, uh, and just the culture, period, is something that, and I can listen to reggae with the kids in the car. Right. And, and you know, and it's just, uh, I don't know why the music has always kind of just resonated with me, but it has. Um, and I wanted to always, you know, I've always, and that's kind of, so when I first got here, I, uh, you know, back in Chicago, I did kind of promote, help promote some events and things of that nature. So when we got to it, man, uh, I think we're maybe here a couple of years and I started a reggae set um, down off Bennett Street in uh, Buckhead. Okay. And did that every Wednesday night uh, at a club. I want to say it was called Structure or something of that nature. Um, and, uh, and it went well for a little while, but, you know, uh, it was costly and, and um, I wanted to set it up a little different. I always wanted the live music, the live reggae. So yeah, so so I got to take it back, man. There was a club in Chicago called the Exodus, and the Exodus had live reggae every Tuesday night, and it was five dollars to get in, and they didn't charge you. So you know, we used to go down. We were 19, 20 years old. And we knew on Tuesday nights we could go to the Exodus because we could get in and not card. It was only five bucks. And uh, you can get wind up for them real good, you know? <laughs> <laughs> okay. And, uh, and meet you somebody, man. And uh, so so that that was another way that I fell in love with reggae as well, man. Just listening to that live reggae and the cover songs and, and songs I had never heard before. And... and you know, just the vibe, man, and the room being filled with people you can't move, and people moving and dancing and sweating on you. And just, uh, and I like to dance, so that's another reason why reggae has always, you know, kind of hit me in a soft spot, man. Um, I met my wife on the, on the dance floor, and uh, it was to some reggae. Ah. She was the only one, yeah, yeah, funny story, I guess, real quick, man. She was. She, you know, I was promoting this club, uh, I want to say we called the Big Wig, and I was promoting it with a uh, rap group uh, back in the day called Quelo. It's a popular Chicago rap group. Shout out to uh, Shala and his brother and, and Quelo, all those cats, man. Um, but, um, but yeah, anyway, man, we were promoting this spot, and uh, I invited all my guys out. Uh, from from the neighborhood, you know, it's not very seldom. Now, this club was on the north side, and to get some south side guys to come all the way to the north side to a party wasn't that wasn't an easy feat, you know. But uh, I had quite a few of my guys there that night, and um, anyway, man, my wife, you know, <laughs> at that time her name was Brown Skin. And, uh, <laughs> As some folks was calling her, man, but she was on the dance floor dancing to some reggae by herself. And uh, the club was filled with people, though, man. And everybody was just sitting around the wall. And uh, my friends included. 
And I came, you know, I was dealing with some stuff. And then when I came, I saw everybody saw, saw this girl dancing, man. And I went out there and I started dancing. I wasn't necessarily dancing with her, mm-hmm. but I was dancing by myself, you know, and I was just grooving to the reggae. And I didn't care if she was wanting to dance with me or not. I was just, you know, free and dancing to, to, the, to the Bob. I think it was Bob Marley, man. I don't know what song, but you know, I'm dancing. And uh, my friend comes out there and he's like, yo, man, you're making a fool of yourself, man. You the only one out here, man. Come on, come come over here with us, man. What are you doing? You know, and I'm kind of just waving them off, man, and uh, started continue dancing. And uh, next thing I know, the whole dance floor is filled with people. Dancing <laughs> to the reggae. Okay, so you set it off. And, and he set it off, man, and, and I grabbed her and uh, went and got her a drink, and we kind of laughed about it, how we kind of set off the dance floor. Nice. And, uh, you know, and the rest is history. Uh, <laughs> and the rest is six kids later. <laughs> wow. Uh, wow. Well, later, no, that's, that's awesome. That, that's almost... 15 years, yeah. Congratulations. Congratulations. <laughs> well... So reggae's definitely impacted your life in a positive way. And, um, you know, I, I have uh, a similar story. I met my wife on the dance floor, you know, inside of a reggae dance as well. So, and she, she's been the best thing that's happened to me. So, you know, I definitely have to credit reggae music once again for, for holding me down, man, over the years, you know? <laughs> Hey, for sure. I'm sure some of those babies have been made to reggae. Uh, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> I, I, I don't have six yet, but, uh, you know. Yeah, it's not for the faint at heart, man. No, no, you're, you're a stronger man than me, but, you know, <laughs> love to the fam, you know, love so to the fam. Strength comes in many ways. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, look, man, um, why don't you shout out anybody that you want to shout out, drop any information once again to make sure people that want to um, follow you, you know, see what you're doing in the acting world and, uh, you know, keep up with your movements. How, how can they uh, get in touch? You can just, you know, you can Google my name, Ali Amin Carter, or actor Ali Amin Carter uh, on social media, uh, on Instagram, um, Ali the Most High Seven, and uh, right now uh, on Netflix, I got something a Dog Eat Dog, a movie with uh, Nicolas Cage and William Defoe did that uh, maybe a year and a half ago. Um, got a small role in that, and then I did, I did a video for Joe, the singer Joe, um, his uh, debut video for his last album which was a song called So I Can Have You Back. And I uh, played the love interest in that video. And then uh, right now, like I said, I'm doing the Set It Off play. And we're hitting the city near you, so please go to jacariusjohnson.com. Also, shout out to my wife, uh, Dion. Her brand is Dio, she's a fashion designer. And we're opening up a boutique in the Westview community here in Atlanta. And uh, it's at 1531 Ralph David Abernathy. It's called Zana, and it's a designer consignment uh, gallery. So we'll have artwork, we'll have clothing, uh, jewelry, home decor, and if you're an artist, 
please uh, check her out uh, at, uh, I want to say Dio Artware is her Instagram page, uh, maybe Dio underscore Artware. Um, and, uh, and yeah, man, got some great things popping. So, uh, and, I'm, and I definitely want to link back up with you so we can get something going with this live reggae mixed with some nice, you know, dance floor music and, uh, and get it cracking again. Yeah, most definitely. That, that sounds great. Uh, just want to thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule. There it is. Special guest Ali Amin Carter here on the Regular Lover podcast. And we learned that Bob Marley is responsible for introducing reggae music to so many people around the world. And then they fall in love. They fall in love with reggae music over and over. They fall in love with their significant other in a reggae music setting and environment. Such a wonderful thing, right? So make sure that you look up Ali's uh, play, Set It Off. It's coming to a town near you, perhaps. Go make sure you check that out. Visit ReggaeLover.com for more information regarding the podcast. And look out for more mixes and more interesting conversations coming out each and every week. And this is a dedication to you reggae lovers out there. Make sure that you share this. I want to spread it around and keep it going around the whole world. You understand it's all about love for the reggae music culture and the genre and its people. And its people can't be fit into a box. There's no single category of person. People that love reggae music come from all walks of life, all age groups, all denominations, all speak all different languages. And it's just a uniting force if you like the episode, make sure that you drop me a line, reggaeloverpodcast at gmail.com. Look forward to hearing some feedback and some comments. Give thanks once again. This has been the Reggae Lover Podcast. Fire and pop One ask me when me walk on him Say no bomb chat Boy where you live on me now Answer back him say You never know say you feel respect the nature This is a campaign to clean up and spot Fling the boots in a me stomach Me hear me rip scrap Black and blue me I them clear me no child Wait you know no say you feel respect the law Wait the little bit the boy and I feel a draw Give me little room to make a just This episode is supported in part by IT Gurus of Atlanta, helping businesses all over America reach new heights with their unlimited credit program. Your business can get up to $500 million of computer equipment from the manufacturer of your choice, customized and delivered within 24 to 48 hours. And the best part, no personal credit, no down payment needed, no interest charges ever. Find out more at itgurusatl.com or call today, 888-510-0143. Tell them Reggae Lover sent you. For booking of Highlander Sound, 404-552-0492 or email reggaeloverpodcast at gmail.com.
Visit Highlander Sound on the web at reggaelover.com. Follow at H-I-G-H-L-A-N-D-A on Twitter. Follow at K-A-H-L-I-L-W-O-N-D-A on Instagram. And like Facebook.com slash Highlander Music for more information. Fashion Hotline. Hi, we're hosting a spring picnic and the weather looks great, but we don't. We need stylish new jeans now. Get to Old Navy. Old Navy? Yep, right now. Jean shorts and tees are up to 50% off. Up to 50% off? Our fashion forecast is looking up. Sure is. Refresh your denim with new distressed styles and lighter washes. There's 106 washes to choose from. Jeans start at just 15 bucks for adults, 10 bucks for kids. But the picnic's this weekend. We need them now. Just buy online and pick up in store for free today. Free pick up in time for our picnic? Get up to 50% off Jean shorts and tees now at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Ballot 427 to 55. Select styles only. Hi, it's Jamie progressives employee of the month two months in a row leave a message at the hi jamie it's me jamie i just had a new idea for our song about the name your price tool so when it's like tell us what you want to pay hey 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 and the trombone goes blah 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 and you say we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes savings coming at you savings coming at you yes no maybe anyway see your practice tonight i got new lyrics for the rap break Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. So let's take a break to talk about one of our great sponsors. I tell you what, I was listening to an audiobook about Bob Marley on Audible entitled So Much Things to Say. Mm-hmm. It's an oral history written and performed by Roger Stephens. He spent time down in Jamaica interviewing everybody, including Marley and everybody that was around him. So I'm talking Rita Marley, Skill Cole, film crews that were down filming him, you know, all the members of the Whalers. He's having these conversations in these interviews that he also collected while he was doing the radio shows. He put all this information into a book. What's so great about it is it, it just immerses you into the experience, quoting Peter Bunny, the incidents that happened with Bob getting shot, the concert when he brings the two political leaders on stage. And so you really get the excitement, the energy of what is going on. That book right there... I strongly recommend it to any reggae lover, anybody that's into Bob Marley, and we have a special deal. Go to Audible and get a free book, free trial of Audible. Visit audibletrial.com slash reggae lover, and there you can grab a free copy of this book. And the reason why I like Audible is because I like to learn new things, but sometimes I don't have time to read a book. I don't have time to sit there and leaf through the pages because I got work to do. So I like to listen to books in the car. If I'm riding a bike, just taking a walk in the neighborhood, there's so many different ways that you can actually learn new information or be entertained. You know, me personally, I like nonfiction. I like biographical stuff. So Audible is a great tool to use in order to take in that information and still go along with your day. Audible, they have the best narrators. You know, you're able to keep where you're at in the book. It's a very convenient way to take in new information and be entertained. Visit audibletrial.com slash reggae lover. So much things to say. The title by Roger Steffens, Oral History of Bob Marley. 